Jess, do you know what uh, what you're gonna learn about this week? I have no idea. It's a movie that came out in 2016 called Colossal. I'm gonna show you the poster. Okay. So you can try to guess. Tell me what you think it's about, and then we'll watch it. Okay. She's thinking intensely. She's trying to figure it out. She's looking at the poster. It's Anne. Okay, so it's like Anne, like a drawing of Anne Hathaway scratching her head, and then behind her is some kind of multicolored geometrical monster. I think you're focusing too much on like. And it's scratching its head as well, and they're both looking off into like the distance. Okay. So based off that, what would your assumption of the film be? Um, okay, so based off of the poster, there's a big up monster. They have some kind of connection. Maybe they've got like an intense bond, or she's like somehow able to like telepathically control it. Okay. Or like she turns into it at some point. They are definitely very connected in some way, though. Okay, I like that. Any more guesses about the film at all, or? That's fair. No, I'll take a guess. All right, so we're going to watch the movie, and we'll be back momentarily. We'll see you guys shortly. I think this is the longest between intro and, and uh, the body of the podcast recorded separate we've ever done. We did the intro back when we lived at the old place. Yeah, back... Oh, wow, that was, like, many months ago. Yeah, we watched this movie a few times because we recorded a podcast for it, and then we found out that it didn't save or we deleted it. Yeah, some kind of fuckery happened. Anne Hathaway broke into our home and deleted it, you know, because we spoke so ill of this movie. <laughs> I think Anne Hathaway wants to pretend she was never in this movie. Actually, see, it's funny. When we watched it together, I didn't like it. But then watching it again recently, today, it came back around full circle. I enjoyed it again. See, I did not. You know, I'm sure a, fa- uh, a factor of it was that you were basically forced to watch a movie you didn't want to watch. We always do. What's the general plot of this movie? Okay, this chick's an alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, so her boyfriend kicks her out of the apartment. She moves back home to her parents' house. Yeah, but we never meet her parents. Yeah, but we never meet her. Like, her parents don't live at the house. Like, the house is completely empty when she moves in. Like, it's an unfurnished house. Mm-hmm. She runs into somebody that we're led to believe is a childhood friend. You know, they start hanging out. Seems like a really nice guy. And then she discovers that at a, in a certain playground in their town, at a certain time of day, she becomes a giant monster that manifests in Seoul, Korea. And it just kind of chronicles that and how this friend actually isn't her friend. He's a very sad little man who hates his life. And he is upset that she's something bigger than he is. Like, Yeah, he like took over his dad's bar and was hoping they would be successful. And he now... wanted more than what he has. I think it's a good movie because I like how, unlike most movies, it's an original concept. Like, we watched Old last night. We I can't speak for you, but I read the first three pages of the comic. It's based off of Sandcastle. And already the comic seems better than the movie. Yeah, it seems a little more ripped. Yeah, it was a terrible movie. Case in point, we do not recommend. But that yeah. is not the movie we're discussing today, Mr. Hicks. Well, the point I was trying to make is I like, I like how this movie, even though it's clearly like heavily based off Godzilla to an extent... It's original IP. It's a cool concept. A woman. Gloria, who yeah. is our protagonist. That's right. Oscar's our antagonist. Yes. Oscar is the friend. Mm-hmm. And at first, he seems really nice and helpful. You know, she mentions that she bought an air mattress. Yeah. Like, the next day, he shows up with a futon. Yes. And I noticed a theme that every time he showed up at her place with something, 
he went under the guise of, you don't remember, we talked about this last night when she was drunk. Yeah. And it has me wondering, did they actually have any kind of conversation related to that? Or did he see that he could manipulate her because she was drunk? Because there's that one scene in the movie where because every t- every morning when they're at the uh, park, the monster manifests in Seoul, Korea, and she accidentally kills a bunch of people. So she basically quits drinking because she feels like bad, bad things happen when she drinks. Instead of being like, you know, good friends, they kind of try to peer pressure her into drinking again. And that might be why he was doing that, so he could like control her easier. He... He is not a good guy. So we don't find out till like almost the end of the movie. But it turns out that um they were both walking to school with like projects they had done when they were kids. And the wind kind of took it away and like flew off with it. So he like runs over to like go get it. Yes. And she follows him and she catches him like stomping on her project and destroying it. Mm-hmm. Um, she, so she gets really pissed. This weird lightning bolt comes down but it doesn't come down fast it like comes down and it's very slow and zigzaggy yeah and hits them both in the top of the head wait does it hit him in the head it does hit him in the head okay yeah and Um, and at the same time their toys their their uh their action figures fall from their backpacks as well the toys that they have in their backpacks are the monster and robot that they end up turning into so that was 25 years prior to the where the plot of the story takes place that's Yes. The first appearance was 25 years. Yeah, it opens with like a little Asian girl. She drops a, a human human dolly toy. A human dolly toy. Um, like a Barbie doll. Which we do see now is foreshadowing because um, it lets us know that there are toys involved. And then she sees the monster and then it's like a hard cut to 25 years later when she's slinking into home after like being out all night drinking. And her boyfriend is fucking pissed. Yeah, but as you were saying that, you know what I realized would have been a, a better scene or something better? What made a little more sense is, um, you know how she figures out that she's the monster because the monster does the same head scratch thing as her? Yeah. What Wouldn't it make more sense if she was like, oh, that monster looks like that toy I used to own? Yeah, but I mean, it could also be, the f- yeah. it could also be that she doesn't remember that toy because, I mean, there were toys I played with from like when I was a kid that you could show me a picture of and I'd be like, yeah, I don't remember having that toy. No, you're right. You're totally right. But they already kind of used the she forgot stuff when it came to she forgot that he destroyed her uh, her Seoul Korea thing. And like, she, this bitch is forgetting everything at this and point. And she forgot that she had attended him Oscar, yeah. uh, his mom's funeral, before she moved away. Yeah, so uh, and and that, implying that she's been an alcoholic for a bit. Probably most of her adult life, we're going to just pretend that you know, she wasn't drinking underage. I mean, you make a point to send someone back home. Why not? Like, that's what you have. You have, like, she's watching TV at the bar and she sees the monster, right? And she's like, that looks familiar. She can't quite put her finger on it. And then she's, like, laying on her, like, ma- like her like air mattress. And then, she, like, two in the morning and she's like, oh. And then she goes upstairs to, like, the boxes in the attic and pulls out her toy. But maybe you can have it so she pulls out a t- her toy, but now the toy is her. I don't know. I'm just trying to, like, add on to the movie because... It, you kind of like you go over it without thinking about it, but I feel like yeah. them owning the toys would be a, a huge giveaway. Yeah. Like, yeah, you do forget about toys, but at the same time, like, you'll forget. So, like, for example, today we were, you mentioned that TV show that I totally forgot existed. The second you said its name, everything rushed back to me. Oh, the replacements? No, the other show, uh, Cyberpunk. Oh, Cyber Chase. Yes. The second yes. you said that, I don't even remember the name of the show, but I just, like, all the scenes I've seen flush back. So that's probably how I would have went about, um, 
having her realize that she's the monster. A lot of things in this movie were a bit much. Oh, that's not what I was talking about even a little bit. Okay, so that's what I thought. We kind of forgot to look this up after yeah. we had the conversation, but yeah. But I remember that show too now that I never watched it. Um, why wouldn't you say it was a cartoon? Um, when I mentioned there was a purple talking bird, yeah, I thought that was obvious. No, you ever heard of puppets? Okay. A little man named Jim Hansen? Okay, yes, you have a point. Because the show I was talking about had puppets in it. They weren't like puppets, but they were supposed to be like robots or some shit. We'll Google it. After. After. I wouldn't even know what to Google, to be honest. TVO, fucking math. Sh- I don't even know. I wouldn't even know what to Google. But anyways. Was um, it on TVO, kids? Well, I watched it in school. I don't know what we watched it on. Like I said, that they had VHSs. I just remember, like, season two opening, and there's like, a little black boy running for the field. And it was, like, real scary. Like, real scary music for, like, a kid show, you know? Okay, um... I think this might have just been like a Catholic school thing. <laughs> yeah. They might have just shown it in Catholic schools, okay? <laughs> so, please, anybody, if you went to a Catholic school and you kind of remember this show, yeah. message us. Clearly the monster that she turns into is symbolic for alcoholism. Symbolic for something. Yeah, I, I don't know. I did not enjoy the movie, so there's a lot of um, things that went on where I'm like, this is, this is really dumb. Mm-hmm. Well, as someone who didn't enjoy the movie, I'm sure you some fun facts. Let's feel it. <laughs> With our phalanges. Our, what's that? Is that what fingers are short for? Um, well, that's the name of the bones in your fingers, our phalanges. Okay. okay. And your toes are metatarsals. There is your biology fact of the day, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so here's some fun, fun facts for you about the movie Colossal. I got eight trivia facts for you. So, while filming the movie, Anne Hathaway was in her second trimester of her pregnancy while filming the movie. I'm trying to think back to any time where I thought she looked fat, but they had her as an alcoholic, so she was wearing, like, pretty baggy clothes throughout the whole movie. So that was a good way to, like, hide it. I never even would have thought she was pregnant. Well, obviously, people aren't hitting each other on sets, and they have, like, stunt doubles, but there there was a lot of times where she would, got physical in the movie with yeah. Jason Sudeikis, or his name is. Yeah. It's Jason Sudeikis, yeah. yeah. So that yeah, that surprises me. I, I didn't believe... That's crazy. One thing I, I'll tell you this much, though, uh, I remember reading about this, is when they were trying to pitch the movie to other production companies to make it, they kept using an image... Like, they kept selling it as, like, what if a woman turned into Godzilla? And they had, like, posters um, of pictures of Godzilla and, like, a woman, like, to... So, like, you know, a picture says a thousand words. It's like a concept art. Prior to the start of filming, uh, Toho, a company that makes Godzilla movies, oh. brought a lawsuit against uh, Voltage Pictures because the film producers used unauthorized uh, Godzilla images, like I previously said. Oh, did they win? Well, I think they dropped the lawsuit when they, like, changed, when they changed the character cost. design. Yeah. Because if you notice, it does look a lot different from Godzilla, but not from the waist down. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, from the yeah. waist up, yeah, it looks like a weird, like, um, alien... Monster frog thing, yeah. uh twig bug what are they called twi- the stick tw- bugs? yeah stick bugs but then from the waist down it looks like godzilla twig bug stick bug same thing fuck those are co- those are probably the coolest bugs in the world like i think your favorite's dragonflies but there's something to say about stick bugs you know what there's anne hathaway was the first actress to sign on at a time when the project had no financial backing she heard about the script after finding herself in in her words, in a little bit of an artistic no man's land for inspiration. The director sent her a copy of the script. So when she read the script, it was exactly the kind of movie she wanted to do. Really? That doesn't seem like the type of movie that Anne Hathaway would be like into, you know? Well, she compared it to being John Malkovich. 
but there was no motion capture used for the monster. That's when like people were um, outfits. Oh, oh, like uh, Benedict Cumberpatch when he was the dragon. It dragon. It, Smog and the Hobbit. Oh, was he? I didn't know that. I know that he plays Dormammu in um, Doctor Strange. He's the actor who plays Doctor Strange, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he also plays Dormammu, uh, whatever his name is. I just said it. So, and they, 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 they did. They put like motion capture all over him. Yeah, when they put like the little dots on his yeah. face. Yeah. I showed you that video of him crawling around on the floor being Smog. I thought that was him being Dormammu because he did the same thing for Dormammu. He was okay. on the ground crawling around. Okay, no. Maybe he just likes to, like, crawl around on the ground, like... He is a weird fucker. Yeah. Interesting. And do you think that was a budgetary decision? Oh, a thousand percent. This movie screams independent film. You pointed this out watching it. Every single production company that came on screen in the first two minutes, you didn't recognize. Yeah, yeah. I had never heard of any of those production companies. No, a movie like this isn't made in two months. It's made in two years. Anne Hathaway doing other shit. Yes, exactly. No, yeah, 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 totally. But I could see, like, Anne Hathaway, she came and did the movie. But then to, like, get funding for, like, the animators, they, it probably took, like, another, like, six months. Okay, yeah, that would make sense. How, what was the budget for this movie anyways? Excellent question, Miss Jessica Forster. Let me, uh, pull up my notes. Okay, I'm also very bad at guessing the budgets. We've, uh established that from all the previous podcasts we've done you're good at um taking the poster image and guessing the um exact plot of the film but you're not so good at guessing the budget of films i just i don't know how much movies cost remember that one time where i guessed it was like ten thousand dollars yeah i'm like ten thousand dollars what are you talking clerks cost more than that like what is wrong with you okay so uh movies cost Ooh, this movie did not do well. That's your hit, okay? So what do you think the budget was? Every time we do this, the budget's usually like a lot of money. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I call it guess. If you knew what it was, it wouldn't be a guess. It would just be you reading the Wikipedia page instead of me. So what's your oh, guess? you're an <laughs> asshole, man. $250,000? Okay, let me tell you something real quick. Okay, this is my gift to you. To make a movie nowadays, it, would, it costs at least $3 million. In the world's shittiest movie in the world costs at least $3 million to make. Really? Okay, so is it closer to like a million dollars? The budget was $15 million. What the? F- like, that is that is ridiculous to me. That is so much fucking money to yes. spend on a goddamn movie. Like, for that wor- the world is trillions of dollars in debt. Well, yeah. Let's break down the movie real quick. Okay. The monsters only appeared in the morning. Right, so right I- there, no one was ever around when they shot. The house was empty. There's like, a cast of like five people. Like how? Like, how did this movie cost money to make? Um, I'm gonna tell you something. Let's I'm hear it. pretty sure. Let's see. If it was 15 million, let's say about five million went to the starter. You think Anne Hathaway got five million bucks? No, I, I I don't think she got that much. But I feel like a lot of the budget did go because both Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis, yeah, are like fair, relatively big name actors, right? Well, I mean, for how this sounds, I watch the movie because those two were in it they're on the poster you're gonna click it yeah right that's fair that's fair to say i'm just looking at like all <coughs> the other like actors who are credited yeah there's literally how many actors there's like six actors there's uh one two three four five six seven actors two more played the young versions of the character gloria yeah, and oscar and the only ones that like i recognize are anne hathaway jason sudeikis and then tim blake nelson who plays garth uh, the one who's like a cokehead. He's uh, Mr. Uh, Padinsky. Yes, 
Yeah, that's what he's from. That that's where I recognize him from. But I think the only person I don't recognize is Austin uh, Saltwell, who was like the young guy she should she seduced and made um, yeah Jason Sudeikis' character jealous. Like I only recognize those three. Everybody else was like, you know, who are you? I have a fan theory about it. We find out that in the movie she's a writer. She's a writer, but she never really got a chance to write a book. And like every night, she's like she got a job at the when she goes home. Oscar owns a bar, and she works at the bar. So every night they get drunk and they hang out. That's why in the morning time, uh, they're able to go to the park and become monsters. She wants to be a writer, uh, like of books, not just of like she does like blogs and like articles for new newspapers. Yeah, yeah, like trash things. And uh, at the very very end of the movie, she goes to uh, Seoul. Korea and she there's a bartender and she says to the bartender do you want to hear an amazing story yes so you think that this is all fiction or that the monster thing actually happened and she's writing a book on it no what I or think like she made the story up completely like the whole thing is made up Gloria is a writer who wrote a book and obviously she took elements from her own life like being an alcoholic and that's why the character's an alcoholic. But there's no monster or anything. Monsters aren't real. They don't exist. You know what? That's a pretty plausible fan theory. I think... Yeah. But I will tell you, yeah. I did like the um, the final battle of the movie where she goes to Seoul mm-hmm. and like steps in like that area so she appears as the monster back home in America. Yeah. And... Uh, the monster just kind of picks up Oscar, yells at him, and then just fucking yeets him. You like that yeet, eh? She yeah. could have done so many other things. Like, she could have just, like, held him up high and, like, dropped him down to the ground. Yeah. Or ate him. I would eat him. Or, yeah, or ate him. Yeah. But she was like, no, I'm just gonna throw this motherfucker away. Yeah. That's crazy. That was a cool scene. Like, I guess, I guess, like, how, how do you go about, uh, like, what would you have done if you were served? Like, I personally, like, yeah, it's unfortunate because of what Oscar was doing. Like, what he was doing was he was killing people in Seoul to force her to stay. Yes. He was very controlling. But if I was her, I would just leave. Like, you can't control everyone. You yeah, trying to he... stop him from killing people is yes. just, is controlling on its own. You know what I'm trying yeah, to say? I actually, I had this thought while I was watching it. I'm, I was like, if this were me like yes if she leaves he's gonna go and kill millions of people but she takes away his control and that that's what he wants he wants to control her she fucking leaves and just like says fuck you bud Mm -hmm. he's lost all his power like he could still go and kill all these people yeah but i honestly feel eventually he's gonna grow tired of it because he can't control anybody anymore yeah you knowing you're the robot and people being afraid of you is controlling enough that you knowing like any any moment I can just go back to Seoul and fuck up shit. Yeah. So they're constantly afraid of me coming. That on its own would keep you from like going all the time. Yeah. yeah you're... Make it sporadic. Because you are fucked. Like you can't go to the police and say like, oh, that monster is me and my buddy. But then again, it's like there's giant monsters. Like if I was a police officer and someone's like, oh, I'm the monster. Like this, that, and the other thing. I would not believe them, but I wouldn't write them off because now I live in a world where giant monsters and robots just materialize out of thin air so she got drunk and she accidentally fell on a bunch of people do you think that you think it was that keeping her from telling anyone because like if she goes like oh he's the robot he could go well she's the monster and she like mucked up a bunch of fuckers yes i felt there was a big like theme of like she was ashamed and that was kind of her turning point to really stop drinking 
Here's a really boring fun fact. Six minutes and 30 seconds, Gloria exits a taxi bearing the phone number 603-555-0114. Area code 603 cover the entire state of New Hampshire. So there's that. Colossus held its world premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival on uh, September 9th, 2016 and was followed by several festival screenings. Do you remember that one point in the movie where she like she fall she falls on the people and then she goes to a korean like restaurant and gets some right like i'm sorry in korean i'm sorry it was a mistake won't happen again uh is that not what it, the note actually said uh that's what it said but i only bring that up because it, you could have just wrote it in english and they, they could they could have translated it for you exactly like she could have written it in english yeah and like there's news coverage you're telling me that this giant monster that is like terrorizing your city is gonna write a message in a language that most people don't speak in your country mm -hmm. you're not gonna find somebody who can translate that of course you will you can exactly you just go to google and type in like it's english okay yeah. there is somebody in seoul especially because that's a huge city mm -hmm. that would know english they'd read it and then they'd translate it to korean for the people mm -hmm. i thought that was a weird part of it too like yeah that see the thing is like the movie i it's say what you will it is what it is but if you take 20 minutes out of a movie that can make a difference between a good movie and a bad movie yeah this movie we watched was an hour and 50 it was essentially two hours long yes do you think you would have enjoyed it more if it was an hour and a half? I feel like there's a lot of stuff they probably just could have cut out. Because there were a lot of good scenes. Like, say what you will, but there were good scenes. There was the scene where the guy gets drunk with power, and he just basically doesn't care about his parents' bar anymore. Yeah, the firecracker in the bar scene? scene. Yeah, where he's trying to figure out what's the most irresponsible thing I can do to show you that Gloria isn't going anywhere to try to, like... uh point. To Gloria's ex-boyfriend, yeah. Yeah, that he has all the power here. That was a cool scene. It was. Uh, Mr. Pignotti does a, a magic trick with a tea bag. Cool scene. A bunch of scenes were fine, but like a bunch of the scenes were kind of dumb. And I, I also liked how the movie, instead of constantly just showing the, um, the alien or monster, if you will, and the robot interacting in Seoul, because that's the expensive parts, they yeah. kind of like... Um, they, they just showed Gloria and Oscar... Fighting fighting in real life with sound effects with sound effects and like every once in a while it would like flash back to the monster in the robot just to kind of ground us in the fact that you know this is going on in the background guys. yeah it's like this is also going on pay attention to this and then they keep cutting to like random houses in the area which i guess were symbolic of like soul if you found out you had this power what would you do you know probably nothing because to me, it, it doesn't make sense. I can only use this power at a certain time of day in a certain geographical location. There's no way you, you think you can monetize being able to turn into a giant monster at 6 o'clock in the morning in Seoul. No, no, no. It's the evening in Seoul. It's nighttime. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, never mind. I take back my question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. Okay. Exactly, right? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm sure there's ways we could, and I never have really thought into it, but... Well, I'll tell you what I would do. Let's hear it, Mr. I would get a bank account that was untraceable. And I would do, like, the sign idea that she did where you write, like, a little sign. Like, a little note to Seoul Korea. But I would say, like, I'm going to crush this fucking city unless you put, like, $1.7 million into this account. So you would use it for evil. Well, how else would I use it? Uh, I guess evil purposes is the only way you can use this power. Uh, I think so. <laughs> how am I going to help anyone just by being there, you know? Because, like, the issue is you can't even be like, are you actually using a link brush right now? Uh-oh. 
You think this is the time to be using a limp? We're not even going out. Give me the limp brush. Okay. <laughs> yes. Ew. Ew, your hands are so sweaty. What the fuck? Ew. But yeah, you can't you can't use it to like monetize your YouTube channel or like. Oh, dead center. Because then the FBI shows up at your fucking house and they're like, "Well, what do you what do you know about this fucking monster?" So. Guys, he's throwing garbage at me. <laughs> so I would yeah, I would use it for evil. I wouldn't necessarily. Like, if they call me on my bluff and didn't send me money, I wouldn't crush the people of soul, but I would threaten to murder them, yeah, with my monster feet, what? Evil. You are evil, mister. We don't do it. You're still evil. So, my, my review with this film is, I think it's, it's got potential. I think that the director or writer of this film, if he went on to make similar films, they would be really good. I yeah, don't think he's quite there yet, though. It, it definitely did have the potential to be a good movie. It mm-hmm. just... It was poorly executed, um, you know? It could have been poor, poorlier executed, though. It could have been way... Like, yeah, it could like, have been a lot worse. Like, once again, like, we'll bring up Old again. Old was a cool concept, poorly, ex- like... Executed. Uh, this movie was a cool concept. I'm, I'm starting to think that eh. M. Night Shyamalan is not actually a good director. Uh, well, here's the thing about him, real quick. He made a movie called Sixth Sense, and the twist was so crazy that... It became like an expected thing of him that all of his movies would have twists, and that ended up fucking him in the long run because he can't just make a good movie anymore. Even if he makes a good movie, if there's no twist, people are disappointed in it because it's M. Night Shyamalan movie. Okay, yeah, but like, you're asking this poor guy to like build a mountain every time. Yeah, like the best twist was the first twist. Yeah. Sixth Sense. Yeah. Bruce Willis is dead the whole time. Fucking. They're not all dumb, like, uh, The Village, twist. I've never seen The Village. Okay, well, I won't tell you the twist. Fucking finding out that Unbreakable and Split are in the same universe, that was a cool, that was probably the second best twist. Are those M. Night Shyamalan movies? Yeah, he made Unbreakable, and then, like, 12 years went past, and you watch the movie Split, and in the PS scenes, this, these ladies are saying, like, oh, another superhero, or another super, like, super strong person. Wasn't there a guy, like, 10 years ago who was super strong? And then Bruce Willis is like, Mr. Glass. She's like, yeah. And you're like, what? Whoa. And then Glass comes out, you know? And then uh, okay. You've seen Glass, right? No. Glass is... I've never seen either of those. Uh, Split, I have seen. Unbreakable's better. I've never seen it. I'd There's say, a lot of um, movies that I've never seen, yes. so don't worry, guys. Just don't know. It's going to be on for a while. So I say that movie was it's, it's okay. It's good enough. I think it should have made its money back in the box office. I didn't think it was a terrible fucking movie. I, I did not enjoy it. It yeah. definitely is not the worst movie I have had to endure for this podcast. What's the worst one so far? Showgirls. I hated it. I hated Showgirls so much. What? It, the only thing that movie has going for it yeah. is that Nomi Malone is hot. Okay, if it's only got one good thing, and that yeah. one good thing is that your main character is hot, yeah. not even a good actress, just good looking, Yeah, it's terrible. She's weird, though, in it, too. Like, the whole movie's weird. It's a it's, good weird. It's horrible. I hated it. See, that's another movie that could really, like, do better as a film if it was edited down. That movie's, like, two and a half fucking hours. Yeah, it's too much i got so bored during it well at least you guys know what next episode's gonna be about all right so that's it for me uh we're now on we're now on spotify 
So type in Just Don't Know on Spotify if you want to watch the episodes on the, or watch. If you want to listen to the episodes, um, that's kind of how they're supposed to be uh, viewed anyways. YouTube is just kind of a free platform to throw it on in the background. But ideally, you're supposed to be watching this on Spotify, listening to it. God damn it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I can bring that up. Let's hear it. Later. Oh, Showgirls on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a score of 22% rotten and an audience score of 37%. So it is not a good movie. Showgirls is the next episode. We can do this. We have this conversation later, okay? Yes. Anything you want to plug, Jessica? Yes, I have a Twitch. Yeah. Uh, it's Jalafacorn, J L A F I Corn. Okay. Um, I Twitch Pokemon Go mostly, but we are going to start Twitching once a week uh, Diablo 3 with me and Kyle. Tonight. Tonight, actually. Yep, but Sunday night. This, this will be posted probably after that Twitch stream. So mm-hmm. when you're hearing this, go check out our Twitch. Like always, we're on Spotify and YouTube. Uh, type in Kyle HiXX. Check out our fan theory video about Britta. It's getting a lot of views. A lot of people are getting a kick out of it. And that's it. <laughs>